Friends Club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to the Saturday Friends Club. We are here once more to bring you valued enver- entertainment. Entertainment. It, it's late. It, it is a little late. <laughs> we've we've been out. This is our third show in a run. We've been drinking. We've had food. We're a little lazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm like I'm padded by like chocolate covered frozen banana and coffee. So so we're we're doing we're doing pretty well here. Uh, yes, we are the Saturday Friends Club. I am Josh. That over there is Eric. Yep. We've got Martin in the house. Woo! Sabrina's here. Yo. And it's Sabrina's choice today. Yep. We're doing The Men in Black. Dun, 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 dun. But not all here of the men are black. Men in Black. Galaxy Defenders. So that is that is going to be our topic for today. As said, this third show, we're a little bit loose. We're a little bit, you know, we're enjoying ourselves right now. So it's, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that our topic that we could start off with is: I wonder if any of us growing up had any encounters with the supernatural. <laughs> oh, what 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 was that? What was that? <laughs> Did, uh, uh, do you have a story to tell no, us? I'm just looking over at Martin. <laughs> reviewing good stories. <laughs> you, you, you two have been hitting the dollop very hard uh, recently. I took ethereal shenanigans. Yeah. Um, no, I have not. <laughs> you had no uh, Martin. Did you have any aside, dealings with the shenanigans? Aside of, from some super, weird tingling sensations, in closer the to well, the mic, hun. That's something. That's something else. <laughs> aside from some weird tingling sensations in the bed when I was younger, nothing too, nothing too uh, odd. I think your mic got turned around. Oh, did like, it? Like, oh, yes, sure. rotate. No, rotate the other way. Oh, hun. I see it, yeah. Oh. Okay, and then rotate the mic. There we go. Oh, all right, well, there we go. Welcome back to the show, Martin. Oh, Martin. hi. Hi, Martin everybody. You can hear episode. me now. Yeah, so you, you had no nothing beyond fake bedroom shenanigans? Yeah, mm. just just some uh, some fake bedroom shenanigans at one point. I so, mean... So no no ghost tickling no 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 ghost tickling no, no, no ghost, ghost safe words no, no no ghost safe words no ghost intercourse none of that no Sabrina did well, you we, have anything we, supernatural Josh can we get uh, can we get Kesha on the phone here talk, <laughs> I want to talk to her about, about ghost. there's been a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities that had supernatural dealings when they uh, when they were growing up supposedly. yeah ghosts yeah there were um, some intimate physical experiences aliens ghosts Sabrina anything with you. Um, I thought I saw the boogeyman once when I was really young. Okay, what happened? What? I want to know what 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 was what was the story behind it? I I've got a story, so I'm going to share it. I mean, this was like back. Okay, just to give you a bit of a background story, um, my dad was the kind of person who let me watch whatever. Oh, yes. So I started out from a very young age watching probably really scary movies that I wasn't supposed to. So this is probably why I thought I saw something. But uh, this was like when uh, we were still living in California when I was about four, I want to say. And I was I didn't really like sleeping in my bedroom by myself. And my parents had a tendency to close the door. Um we, I actually have the lamp that's in our bedroom is the lamp that was in that room mm-hmm. uh, all the way back then. So that lamp's pretty much as old as I am. <laughs> um, it was in the room and I was still sleeping in a It's a, a good crib. lamp, by the way. Yeah. I was still like... No, good lamp. We're not, none of us are doubting the lamp. Yeah. Well, it looks like an old school oil lamp, oh, but okay. it has like a shade on it. Um, but I was still sleeping in a crib. And I was really scared. I didn't want to go to bed. I forget why I was scared initially. Show cat. Um, but, you know, my parents were making me go to bed. So I was in there. And then I was looking towards the closet. And I thought I saw, like, this shadowy figure, like, come up out of the closet um, and I remember screaming really bad, running to the door, but because I had gotten out of bed like a couple times before that, my parents had actually locked the door so I couldn't get out. Um, <laughs> well, that's oh good. God. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, I was terrified. I was screaming. I was trying to get out. 
Like, but they were ignoring me. So then I remember I ran back to my crib and I hid under my blanket and I stayed there like scared for a while before I eventually just fell asleep because I refused to look out of my blanket. Oh, yeah, I was well. scared the boogeyman was going to get me. Um, Now that I'm older, like it's still I, obviously I still remember it because that's how like it badly it scarred me but like now that i'm older i'm like i'm pretty sure it was just like a shadow and it was kind of shaped like a person but it was just because of the type of lamp we have it's not very bright to be honest not not as much light a lot of deep shadows yeah so it 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 made certain shadows work because it was like like i said it has a little metal shade on it and then, like I said, it was towards the corner of the room, but not all the way in the corner. So I think it's just the shape it made, and it, I'm pretty sure it was just a shadow, and I didn't actually see anything. I have not any ghost stories, but we have like a coat rack next to our door, and it's got like, we like our, our front door has two windows on either side of it, and sometimes the coat rack gets like silhouetted by the window, which catches light from the front, and then our the, our housemate will like put his coat on it, and so once in a while that will that will like startle me because I'll turn around and there's like this human shape like right by the door (laughs) okay no it's just just the coat just Just like spooks well sabrina you you still are like you still don't like the dark i don't but it doesn't bother me like it used to Hmm. i mean it's really bad when i'm alone but if i'm going to bed i can't sleep with like i used to always have to have a nightlight on for the longest time um, but now I can't sleep with the light on anymore. So honestly, it doesn't really bother me that much anymore. If I like, if I'm, if I have to go to bed, then, you know, I'm fine. I'll turn the lights off. Not a problem. And most of the time when I'm like, yeah, instinctually, I want to not like it, but I know it's just in my head. So, but I still don't like putting like my arms over the edge of the bed. You know how when you're a kid, you yeah something's gonna mm. grab you. Yeah, but I still won't do that. Like, I, well, I wouldn't do that because then my arm would fall asleep and it's like, oh crap, and then you gotta deal with that. Yeah, that just feels unnatural to have like limbs hanging off the end. I wouldn't. That just doesn't feel I right. Saw, I saw a video and it's a, it's like a some, like a university in Minnesota somewhere, and they have a like completely soundproofed chamber, and it's like it's this max maximal like sound reduction. So like. There's not even a floor, like, you walk along, like, a net that's suspended over it, so there's not even, a, like, things to step on, and it's, like, the the walls are, like, three feet thick of, like, these, like, big foam wedges, so when they close it, there's, like, absolutely no noise. Sounds amazing. It'd be interesting. I would sleep in that, no problem. Well, that's what I'm wondering, like, would you go, like, would, like, would that drop, like, if you were in the dark in there and there's, like, zero noise? I don't know, that sounds even worse. I'm like, yeah, I was wondering if that, if that would freak you out. I I think Maybe. I'd be fine with that, like just because I know it would be that environment. And it's just like it's just quiet, like and I just fall asleep. I just like what I'm out. I find that like uh, like I mentioned my grandparents' house in the last episode up in the mountains, and we always joke that they would pump sleeping gas through the like the gas registers because there's like they they live on like the side of a hill, so it blocked out a lot of ambient noise. So the nights at their house were like incredible. We're incredibly quiet, and so you always get like the best night's sleep at Grandma's house. Oh man, the sleeping gas good last night. <laughs> By the way, Martin and Eric are playing with show cats. Who is so. who is being a little butt right now? He is. He wants us. to play, and he's he wants he, he's playing with us, but he's like a little, little too much claw guy. All right, well, he well, needs his claws. Strong. Let's see. I had two things. I had I had recurring dreams uh, that the TriStar horse was trying to kill me. Oh, I think oh. yes, this is familiar. I think I've heard this one. I, well, yeah, I had I had recurring dreams of the, <laughs> the TriStar, TriStar horse, horse, and if we ever have a story about nightmares, I'll talk. I'll go into more depth about that. Uh, but for the supernatural, I didn't have much in the way of ghosts, but I did have aliens. Mm. So mm. Uh, around about, I'd say probably, let's see, I'm thinking about this. I was in Alabama, so we're probably looking at about third or fourth grade. Um, we were watching some of like the Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. that, that TV show, and they were doing a lot of the ones with the tall grays. So if you if you know what they are alien wise they're the they're the they're the bald headed big slit eyes tiny nose tiny mouthed aliens and supposedly there was just a bunch of stories about people getting abducted by them a lot of teenagers going out in the woods and having orgies with aliens well, that's which, what you do which is pretty you much didn't 
Well, <laughs> not as a third grader. I, I, I was just think you weren't cool enough to nah, be. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was never man, invited. Man, Josh, that sounds like sour grapes. I know. Yeah. Um, but a lot of just that stuff of just people going out and like, oh, you know, I got I got taken. And it's like, oh, this is in just their forms with like the big eyes and everything. Like they're, they're genuinely creepy, just in, the, in design. I, even as a kid, I don't think I ever found aliens like that frightening. I didn't find them frightening. They were just otherworldly. Yeah. Sure. But they're still human. Unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that I had is so I lived. Um, so I remembered one night I woke up. And it's just, it's one of those things where you look out your window and you just, the shades of the way things are shaded and everything. Like, a kid can imagine anything if they just Mm -hmm. look at something and think that they're going to see it there. I straight up, like, look out my window and like, uh, 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 feel like something's there. And it's like, there was just a, a, you know, one of the tall grays just standing there. Yo. Just, just... Just looking in and nothing, you know, just standing there, which would have been amazing considering I was on the second second story. He was real tall. He was super tall. He's just chilling up there like, yo. But, you know, just completely not moving, non-wavering, just looking forward. But I was terrified. Like, I could not leave my bed. I think I eventually, like, was able to sneak out and, like, go over into my parents' room uh, because it was conjoined. We had, like, a shared conjoined, um, like... Uh, closet. It was a very, it was a very odd situation with the closet, but um, yeah, it was it was just one of those things where it's just like I saw it there, and like in my mind, I'm like, this can't possibly be true because I'm thinking about it. Like, it's the second story, but you know, I'm just like, well, I can see it. It's the face there. Aliens and I, got jetpacks and jetpacks that are silent and make them float there, completely still, and you know. But it, it, it thinking back is just to me. I believe that there is the chance of aliens. I don't think that there's a chance that an alien has any interest in sitting there and watching a, like, eight-year-old boy for 15 minutes as he's terrified. Hey, hey Ron, I think they can see us. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting there, just going, I'm going to sit here at the window of this uh, this eight-year-old boy and just, you know, watch him until he shits himself or leaves. (laughs) Like, seems like a bit much. I mean, I'll admit that when I was younger, I had watched Starship Troopers, um, the the movie that came out in the '90s, and that one, the bugs, like the this, the grunt bugs, freaked me the fuck out, and I always <laughs> had nightmares about those. So when we get to reviewing that film at some point, you you can talk about your nightmares. You're so, you're yeah. a big Star, Star Starship Troopers fan. Yes, That's a great there, two, there's the movie, and then there was the animated series, which I highly recommend. And then there were the other movies. Uh, we don't talk about the other movies. But I'm sure there were other movies. I mean, we don't talk about the other movies. Oh. Same, same here, though. Like my One of my favorite movies is Aliens. And oh, I yeah. used to have terrible nightmares about Aliens when I was younger. Yeah. Well, that I could see a kid seeing those movies. Like, that would be... I could see that being really frightening. Yeah. Oh, well, wait till we have to watch It. Ooh. Oh. I saw that, like, that not that long ago. I guess, like... I like I didn't find it that like that scary. I can see why. Well, when you're now, yeah, but back oh, well, then, Tim Curry like as a clown, yeah, that's that's that's. And they're show. redoing it, by the way. <laughs> they're redoing it, and yeah. it looks even scarier than the original. I so, so I'm not excited about this. She does not like fast clowns. Fast I don't. Cl- slow clowns are fine, D- dude. You know how I told you that story about how I saw the boogeyman. You know what else was on that wall? We had these weird art things, and they were, like, poofy. So I had one that was a rainbow. The other one was a fucking clown. And Ooh, I also oh, watched shit. it when I was that young. So oh, guess, there you go. Guess how much I hated that thing on the wall that looked like a clown. Did you ever tell your parents to get rid of it? <laughs> I'm sure I did. Um, eventually, it did go away when I got older. But I, I remember it being there on the wall anytime we moved, like for the longest time, and me always being like, "I'm, you know, I'm fucking watching you." This is like, the, <laughs> this is like the, there's an episode of The Simpsons with young Bart, and like Homer builds him a bed. Like he's like, oh, "You're, you're, you're, you're a kid, you're a growing boy now. You get your own bed," and he makes this like horrifying clown bed. Oh no! <laughs> that episode oh, great. Gosh. Yeah, it's like. Like, all right, Bart, I'll leave you at the bed. And it, like the, the bed is like, it's like this clown with like giant black eyes. And it's like, if you die before you wake. And so he has to go. <laughs> oh, that's, no. a, that's a great episode. Oh, man. That's one of the, yeah. 
but that's, that's weird. I, I don't know who thinks that, like, all right, I'm decorating my kids' room. Better have clowns. Like, give me- I mean, I, I'm sure if I saw it, I'd be like, God, what was I afraid of? It's a super cute-looking clown oh, or something actually, like that, gonna, but... Well, this, this, tend- <laughs> this would be a great one. Like, things that we were afraid of as kids. Again, this is my grand- grandparents' house, and, like, uh, they had this, like, a wooden wall carving... And it was something from Germany. It was like it was like this. It's like a traditional Black Forest like piece of art they sell tourists. And it's like a stick, and they've carved like a gnome face on it. Mm-hmm. And, like that scared me, and it really scared my brother. And then I was afraid of this. Like uh, it was like a duck made out of potpourri. Like it was it had like a frame, and it was filled full of dried leaves. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know why. When I was like three, that like scared me. Wow. So Grandma's house was awesome and also terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's a like, takeaway from this? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll, the day he gets to like, run around the forest and shoot me guns, and then, like, at night the potpourri duck comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, speaking of things that terrify us... And co- go bump in the night. Aliens! Not- <laughs> well, some of these aliens, totally. Giant uh- cockroach aliens! All right, yes. Sabrina, what what are we covering today? We already said. I know, but, the, again, the, but, but you, but you are you are the 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 show lady for this one. This is your Coming selection. Black. What was that? <laughs> Hold on, let me bust out the neuralizer. Red <laughs> in black. It's it's Will Smith. It's Tommy Lee Jones. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. It's really good. Tony uh, Shalhoub makes an appearance. He sure and Rip does. Torn, who's in prison. Rip Torn. Tommy Lee Jones is best. Uh, yeah, so uh, Sabrina will take this away in a little bit, but uh, let's go ahead and do, uh, let's do the Men in Black. Ah, the stylings of Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell not, you, this is not the song I was expecting. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was expecting something a little I was more. Already. Yeah, but that was that was this was the song that, from the beginning. That very of the much movie. was the theme of the movie. Now, I expect you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come and see the Phantoms. Yeah, like I don't know you guys well enough to that you'd be disappointed. <laughs> I've been singing this song all evening. It's one of those things of just like I'm going to do the orchestral version, which is the official opening of the show. But they're going to be upset with that, so I'm going to have to include a di- an additional. Of the Will Smith song, Men in Black. Man, yeah, that's like my yeah. second favorite Will Smith song. It's a what is your first favorite? Song. I'm going to Miami. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> not, not Wild Wild West? Wicka Wicka Wild Wild West. Wicka Wicka Wild Wild West. There's another, there's another movie we should not talk Ooh, about. Oh boy. Yep. You know, we're probably going to talk about it eventually. I, yeah. I, I did see, uh, I, I, never, I never saw that when it came out, and I remember it just disappearing, and like, a few years ago, it was being played at a party I was at, and it was like, "Oh, this movie's terrible. <laughs> this is aggressively bad. It's it's, yeah. it's weird. I feel like I've I saw almost all the Will Smith movies from the '90s growing up. Do you want to test that? No. I mean, we I've got Will Smith's profile put up here, so let's pull up the '90s. Well, we're Will not Smith. talking oh, about we Will Smith. We're talking about Men in Black. Well, we are, but let's see. From Aliens. It's uh, always aliens. Can Xenos. we can we post the meme of the aliens guy? The what? Mopanopanopolis something something Mopanopanopolis. Okay, did you see Independence Day? It duh. Uh, happily ever after fairy tales for every child. He was he was Pinocchio in that for some reason. What? I've never even heard of that. He's, he he plays the devil in that movie, A Winter's Tale. No one talks about that movie. I never uh, heard of that either. Enemy of the State. Yes. Okay. Wild Wild West. Yep. Welcome to Hollywood. No. Uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. That's when he played golf. That sounds really familiar, but probably that was too long ago. Ali. 
No, I don't. Okay, think I that's saw getting that one. into two thousand. So, wow. <laughs> but Independence Day, welcome to Earth. Welcome, Will Smith welcomes you to Earth. <laughs> Two alien he movies. Does not, I, 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 I was I remember I was sad to learn he does not in fact say Earth in the movie. <laughs> no, he does not. But we can dream. Yeah. Men in Black, Sabrina. This movie. This movie Why is, do you like this movie? It's just awesome. Because it's yeah, it's fun. It's funny. It's got like cool effects, especially back then. The the visual effects were pretty cool. Some of them. Yeah, I think the movie plays them well, and but I think like, uh, like the cockroach holds up. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cockroach still holds up. Well, I just say that's D'Onofrio just being out well, of his I'm, mind. I'm, good. No, he means well, the he, actual cockroach. At the very not, end, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones make an interesting pair in this movie. I think they play off of each other really well. well like, it's, it's a nice like genre mix movie because it's like. It's a black white like mix up buddy cop movie, but then there's like aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And secret government organizations. Yeah, yeah. So and Will Smith is as always like the cocky guy, cocky guy who knows what he's doing, but then he really doesn't, so he comes off as a little <laughs> a little clumsy like he doesn't know what he's doing because he really doesn't know what he's doing because he's never had to deal with aliens before and meanwhile, but it's funny meanwhile Tommy Lee is old and he's old 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 and he is able to old 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 he's not <laughs> even that old in this movie <laughs> but they play, up, they play up the oldness part like, yeah he, they do they do he's he's old 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 and he uses his powers of old 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 to old 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 like that just seems like half of the movie is just like right. look how old I am. Look how I, and like I am white. <laughs> you are black. I'm grizzled. I've seen shit that you I, can't I like even imagine. Total, I like him as the straight man because he's just like completely not only deadpan, but he's also just like doesn't laugh and is just totally serious. Yeah, he, he's not like. But that's the <sighs> weird yeah, thing. Like he isn't actually that deadpan because there's this moment, like there's this scene where after he flashes Will and they're at a Chinese restaurant, he's laughing his ass off after telling some weird ass joke that we when we didn't hear the whole story of, so we don't even know what he's laughing at. Right. Oh, that actually, I do have what that joke actually fully is. Wait, they actually recorded? No, it's a classic joke. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, see. I will say for the, anyone listening who has seen the third Men in Black movie is very good, and I, Josh Brolin as young K is 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 great. Like, okay, he nails that. All right, so here you go. When K is in the restaurant with James, the scene starts with K telling the punchline of a joke that's likely a variation of the following: A farmer went to a town with his pet rooster to see a movie. Animals weren't allowed in the theater, so he put the rooster in his overalls front pocket and smuggled it in with him to the crowded theater. When the lights were dimmed, he let the bird peek out so it could see. The woman sitting next to him noticed, and she nudged her husband. This man's a pervert. He's got his thing out. Her husband replied, So? It's nothing you haven't seen before. To which his wife said, But honey, this one's eating my popcorn! Wow. That joke would have flown over the heads of so many kids. That's a lot lot of setup for that. that. That was a bit, yep. So wow. there you go. There's there's the answer to that question. I the, the entire scene where where he is being he's like being tested to be in the Men in Black is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great. I scene. like I like his explanation for shooting the little girl. <laughs> oh, ow. Okay, Showcat is now assaulting me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this movie's great. Like Sabrina, as I said before, is like Sabrina picked a movie which we all would have picked eventually at some point. Yep. I mean, for me, some of the best scenes of this movie were a lot of like the um, uh, were a lot of the cleanup scenes after uh, Will Smith is is out with Tommy Lee Jones on his like first couple of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Anytime they have to use the neuralizer on somebody is a funny time. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, especially when they do it on uh, on the um, the female protagonist. Oh like, yeah, times. yeah. It's like you're gonna give her a brain tumor. She's like, she's a med student. Like, like well, yeah. classes. Laurel Weaver. There is it. Multiple, multiple brain tumors. So thinking brain tumors. I mean, not that we know. I like when he has to flash. Her. She like they've been talking. He runs like she's come to again, and he has to flash her again. And like Will Smith has to like rush to put his glasses on. Yeah. Would you stop that? <laughs> You've never used that on me. No, of course not. <laughs> but earlier in the movie, he totally. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Well, yeah. It's like you're a flashy thing, mate. No. 
Come on, can you be sure that you for Flash thing me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like his little bit too. Uh, it's like, so do I ever get my own flashy brain eraser thing? Like, when you're older. It's like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've gotten the effective benefits. Okay, nice and old. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed this movie. Is very, I, I felt this is a very tightly written movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. It was, it was very well put together. Let's see. Who was the writer on this? I'm curious. Writers. Uh, Lowell Cunningham uh, did the comic. Ed Solomon did the screen story. This is, I, I think if I remember reading correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but this movie was originally going to be like a serious movie. I wouldn't be surprised if this was like, I think to be this was a movie that went through several changes, like when it was being written. Uh, it definitely had a bunch of money behind it. It had $90 million behind what, what it. What year is this? A significant amount. What yeah. year is this? Uh, let's see. 1997 is its opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, actually made $94 million its opening weekend, grossing a total of $250 million. Okay, so it's got, some, it's got some cash behind it. Yeah. Hence the sequels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God. The multiple sequels. Well, it's really only the second one that's like just sucks. The third one's all right. Yeah, the yeah. Third, third one is quite good. Uh, let's see. Well, Sabrina, what do you? How do you want to tackle this? You want to <laughs> just talk over some topics? You want to go frame by frame, scene by scene? You want to talk about your favorite bits of the movie? Um. Yeah, I guess I could just go scene by scene because there's like a lot of weird stuff that happens. I uh, mean. Okay. Aside from the fact that it's just a movie about aliens, but, you know, you have the beginning scene. The opening in Mexico? Yeah. Or the, at the border, more or less? Yeah, New Mexico. What was this old partner's name? A? I don't remember. I uh, I'd have to look through. I'm wondering if that guy, I, I, he might appear in a scene somewhere, I forget. Yeah, isn't it kind of like a, um, isn't it almost a uh, an offshoot of Roswell? What they're doing well, they, sh- they show that it's like Roswell was the first meeting. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Kay's, it was like Kay's Aww, father. Oh, you gave that big man flowers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't Roswell. That was New York. They said it was the area of New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, like, okay. you gave that tall man flowers. <laughs> Such a smart ass. Uh, but yeah, they had that scene, they had the cop, they had the they having They pulled over to... the illegals, and then in come two agents from Men in Black, one of them being Tommy Lee Jones' character, and his original partner, I guess. And they're like, hey, all of you guys can go, but this guy's staying, because he obviously doesn't speak Spanish. And it's some alien in some weird human suit, and the head's like a puppet. He's not even like. Well, some of the other aliens have like a human suit, but he's just like hiding under a cloak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a little puppet head. And it's funny because the two guys are sitting there, and they're just like, "Dude, what are you trying to do? You're not you, it were Mikey." Not, yeah, Mikey. It's like, "What the hell are you doing, Mikey?" And Mikey's talking back to them, and he's trying to explain something. And then all of a sudden, one of the other cops comes over the thing and sees him, and he freaks out and goes after him. So they end up shooting him, and he goes everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was probably KY Jelly, because I feel like they use KY Jelly in everything. Yeah, it has a texture. It was like, what the... It was just like, so he went from being totally fine to freaking out when the the random cop that wasn't part of Men in Black saw him, which was always kind of weird. But he had these, like, weird, like, extra hands, but he they would flare out and go... It was just like, what the hell? It like, reminds me of that that lizard. Monitor lizard? Not a monitor lizard. The one with the, the fins. Oh, either way. I forget what they're called. I think it's the Jesus Christ lizard, but I don't remember. But the... Uh, well, the they, they, they set up the respective openings for K and J. He's like the New York PD. Yeah, so K's pretty much... Kay is there doing that last little thing and then neuralizing his partner because his partner's like, Yeah, wants eh. to retire. He's like, I'm out of here. And he's like, all right, and neuralizes him. Then we get the cut to Jay with him, uh, you know, chasing, chasing some after guy. an alien. Well, yeah. he he doesn't know it's an alien at first until he does something weird, like climbs a building. Climbs a building and has his eyelids, like he, he blinks his eyelids twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he blinks the iris and then his eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, what the hell are you? And then he just just walks off a building, because dramatic. Yeah. Yep. I like the, um, just, 
him, like, he, I like they, they set up Will Smith as the, like, he's uh, he's already a, like, the kind of rogue, like, back-talking cop in another cop movie, and he just, and he gets, like, sucked into this. He's like he's like the secondary cop that's going to get with like the grizzled veteran. The yeah, grizzled it, it, veteran yeah. is just I'm, happens to be in a different organization. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the, the thing in the movie. It's like it's like a mismatched buddy cop movie, but just they're aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You've got the. Uh, I, I find it interesting that like the basis of the Men in Black is like you are going to lose every identity, you're going to lose everything, and that somebody is like charismatic and like interesting as Jay is he's just like ah nobody cares about me sure let's just go ahead yeah, and they, lose all identity I don't think they mention it but he, does he have like a family or something doesn't seem like it yeah, okay. yeah, yeah they don't say anything he's just he's just this rogue person that doesn't have anybody else attached to him so mm-hmm. it's strange because you know he's the he's the fresh prince yeah yeah, yeah. fresh do, prince of bel-air yeah do, do you fresh- he even takes off his earring Oh, there are some mentions of stuff like the Fresh Prince. Like there is one time where they mention Philadelphia, and he just goes born and raised. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I missed that. Jesus. <laughs> Let's see, poor Will Smith has to milk. That. Uh, uh, when the modern shows Jay's third grade teacher, it says she teaches in Philadelphia, where Will Smith was born and raised. Right. Mm. <laughs> that's for- yeah. That's good. Yeah, but I mean, so the, mo- the the movie is he gets he's he's recruited into the Men in Black because he's had this alien encounter and they give him a choice like, well, we can either make you forget or you can like join us and he's like he makes the decision to stay after sitting on a park bench for like twelve hours straight. <laughs> well, he's I mean, thinking about, think about it. You just you have your life, you have what it is, all your memories, everything, and you have the opportunity to join this secretive, very elite government organization. On the forefront of protecting Earth from all manner of uh, aliens. Well, he doesn't know anything about that. He just knows that some weird guy in a suit says, "Hey, I'm going to get. I have a job for you, but if you take it, you can't turn back." Well, no, he also told him it had to do with aliens. He yeah. did tell him that. He did. Hmm. I, so you know, they also, how would you contemplate that in '90s? In the '90s, in the, how would '90s you take that? Yeah. 90s me would take that well, as going is, like I'm trying to get through high school. Yeah. What are you talking about? That was a, that was like seven. I'm trying to deal with girls. Well, they're basically aliens. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, many ways. Wow. wow. Thank you. <laughs> finally, Thank you. I, finally, I like I someone someone who's telling the truth. <laughs> Truther over here. Truther you know what? Here. If anyone's aliens, it's you men because you have like dingly bits between your legs. Again with it, like you're a, <laughs> you are like a real like tonight. This is like taking this, has this been town. A dick night. It has been. <laughs> it has been so many dicks. Too many dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> but I mean, come on. It's like it's aliens. It's the Clinton administration. Uh, all right. Well, we already mentioned it a little bit, but the training sequence. <laughs> so like, you've God. got the written test. I <laughs> the dumb one. with the stupid egg chairs. <laughs> yeah, so that scene is very odd. I don't know if the if the him going and grabbing the table was like part of the test, but you could just see Jay just like, oh, 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 oh what a scamp. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, that, like this again. This is like just like the great comedy sequence. A bunch of ridiculous physical comedy. Yeah, yeah. you got Jay doing the, uh, as said, you know, in the firing range, shooting the kid. He takes mm-hmm. one shot and he shoots, like, the little girl. <laughs> Which, granted, when I first, wa- I think, I watched it one time, and I was like, eh, watched it a second time later, I'm like, yeah! And then watching it the third time, I'm like, that's a stretch, buddy. That, you know, that's that's that, a bit of a stretch. See that guy over there, he looks, he's not snarling. He, he's sneezing. <laughs> that guy's just lifting like weight. He's got tissue in his hand. Yep. He's like, those books are way too advanced for him. Something else is going on. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of really like the egg chairs, though. I want one. I yeah, but one. for them taking a test, it was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And it's like, oh, where where is secret society that haunts aliens? So we have to have these futuristic looking chairs. So we're gonna have egg chairs. <laughs> All the best tech. All the best fucking tech. So, uh, but yeah, you had the shooting sequence. And I think that was it. That was only two like testing. They didn't do any like I think there fitness. Was some other stuff. I, it's like 
It's like it's like a quick scene, and then he's introduced to get to the, all the equipment. He like the arm race scene. Yeah, where he, where they go through and show everything. Actually, there's a, another mention here about the uh, the the little ball that Jay accidentally sends smashing oh around the God. MIB headquarters. Is said by Kay to be a practical joke by the great artifactor. Uh, is it sort yeah. of like a frictionless sphere or something? Yeah, in astronomy, the great artifactor is an actual entity first encountered in 1973, a gravitational anomaly approximately 250 million light years from Earth that affects the motion of every galaxy within hundreds of millions of light years. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, the great attractor, sorry. Oh, oh okay. The okay. great attractor, so. I, I think, like, oh, was, like, the sphere is supposed to be frictionless, which is why it just bounces off everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like when they meet, like, again, Rip Torn is great in this movie, and he, he took a weird turn in real life. So, so yeah, you were saying that. He's in jail. What did he do? Uh, I think he had, like, a mental breakdown, and I think he, like, he's in jail for, like, aggravated assault and, like, attempting to rob a bank or something. Let's see. He's in, there's a reason why they had to kill him in Men in Black 3. It's like, uh, we can't get Rip Torn. He's in, he's in prison. Yeah, let's see. Now, now I've got to look up Rip Torn. Look how happy he is. Stage, career, late career, legal troubles. Probably legal Boy, troubles. Uh, arrested after breaking into a Litchfield... Oh, God, I remember this. I remember hearing about this because he, he accidentally drunkenly broke into a bank. Right. Accidentally broke into a bank. Uh, in January 29th, 2010, he was arrested after breaking into a Litchfield Bancorp branch located in Lakeville, Connecticut, where he maintains his residence. He was charged with carrying a firearm without a permit, carrying a firearm while intoxicated, first-degree burglary, second-degree criminal trespassing, and third-degree criminal mischief. The Connecticut State Police said Rip broke into the bank thinking it was his home. At his what? At his court appearance, his attorney told the judge that his client needed help with alcohol abuse and that he could start treatment immediately in New York State. He was released on $100,000 bail. Hmm. As a condition of his release, Torn was to be evaluated for substance abuse. In August 11, 2010, Torn was denied special pro, uh, probation, which was to allow his name to be cleared of charges. The judge in the case cited Torn's history of alcohol abuse and possession of a loaded weapon while intoxicated, which carries a minimum one-year sentence. In December 2014, 2010, Torn pleaded guilty to reckless endangerment, criminal trespass, and criminal mischief, and the illegal carrying of a firearm, and was given a two-and-a-half-year suspension of jail sentence and three years of probation. Uh, Good times. So he wow. should be out now, based off of that. So. Well, for Men in Black 4, maybe they can resurrect him from the dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, um, what's going on here? Well, do hey, we're not having an intergalactic kiker down here. Hmm. Well, do we want to talk about the scene where we're introduced to the main antagonist? <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. So, oh, as, oh, as I've been saying, Vincent D'Onofrio, a.k.a. Edgar in this movie, it, he makes the movie. Yeah. For me, he makes the movie because he's so good at just being Weird a, and crazy. a giant bug in a person suit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he really is just... <laughs> Hello. Yeah, that's really scary to watch. Mm-hmm. And it still it holds up. Like it's just the 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 fact where he first appears at the farmhouse, walks back and just like water. No, he water. first he says sugar, 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 water, more, more, and then just pour. And each time. He, one, he had to do 12 takes of that. So he drank 12 glasses of sugar water. Uh, oh, my God. And was having a near, like, breakdown by the last one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and just the, that entire scene where it's just, she's just like, uh, Edgar, your skin's peeling off. And he just goes, that batteries. <laughs> <laughs> that was Pulls gr- the skin back. Yeah, and, it was gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that I was just like, and by the way, uh, D'Onofrio, you may know him. He's done such things as a uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he was particularly in that. Also, well known for uh, uh, he, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, and Jurassic World. He's in 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 Full Metal Jacket. He's animal mother, right? Uh, no, he's Gomer. He's Gomer oh. Pyle. Oh, 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 that's right, that's right. So, he, particularly, <laughs> he is in a world of shit. <laughs> right. 
He said, yeah. He said, he's having a bad day. Yeah, he's had a few bad days, but he's super good. Like, just finding out the stuff that he's done, I'm like, oh man, you're probably up there. Yeah, I mean, like, I like, yeah, as an antagonist, he's good because he's just like creepy and gross, and it's like this horrible monster. (laughs) I like his roach, his roach truck that he drives around. Mm -hmm. The um. Yeah, it's 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 interesting how the, how they set that up and like especially for the showdown and that's the scene that still holds up I think. Yeah, what, the showdown at the end. Yeah. yeah, I felt that it was a little bit like delaying and letting Will Smith get some catty lines in <laughs> until we could blow him up from the inside. Oh, I'm sure that's in Will Smith's contract. Oh yeah, it's like hey, I need to say some some crazy uh, some pr- crazy crack or crazy crap. Uh, interesting enough, there was actually a, uh, members of the, uh, the ASPCA, uh, there, there was a... Very upset about the cockroach smashing. Yeah, the cockroach smashing. There were no animals, including cockroaches, harmed on set. Anything that, uh, that Will Smith was stepping on was mustard packets. <laughs> also, those were all, those were all, I think, uh, like hissing cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Very large. Very yeah. large, but they're like, the, the hissing cockroaches They do not like... come from New York. Right, nope. the, the, they come from Madagascar, right? Yeah, but those are like the friendly ones. Hello, I am a friendly cockroach. Well, like, it's something like, like hissing cockroaches are the ones that like not domesticated, but they're like they're not. I think regular cockroaches are like have, are susceptible to having disease and are like bitey and also our our cockroaches fly. I think Madagascar yeah, only when it's cockroaches hot. don't fly. Our, ours ours only fly when it's hot. When it's cold, they don't fly. Right. Interesting enough. Good to know. It is. It's good. But it's, it's apparently that's why you, if you watch movies with when they have like bugs come out, it's always Madagascar hissing cockroaches because they show better. Well, they show better. They're kind of weirder looking, but then I think they're also just like they're easier to use. Like they don't they don't fly. They don't like they they stay not disease. So they're apparently they're, they're apparently quite they're ones you can like hold, but you know I wouldn't want to see what what other things what other pieces i mean we talked about edgar uh should we talk about the noisy cricket yeah we should talk about the I, I like that kate taunts him with his own gun first like <laughs> series four d out of my ass i'm talking about noisy cricket <laughs> like, why did he even show him the first gun <laughs> it's just being because a that's yeah, his gun i know but why is he like showing him both with like series four d out of my noisy cricket <laughs> Just it's, so he can see it and know what they just, are. Oh, yeah. but the fact that he he says that like was in case like whoa like moves it away for a moment. Break this damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, wait, wait. We also want to talk about the scene with Tony Shalhoub in it. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Where I, that, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's like I remember watching this movie years ago and like, it's like, oh, hey, that's it's Monk. Monk. Yeah, Monk. yeah. And she plays like the straightest man ever, and this is, this is a great. And playing, I was like, oh, that's right. He's he's this guy. With his weird wandering extra eye, or like his, his eye. Well, and I think he has some prosthetics on too, so he looks different. Like I think he has like some weird teeth prosthetic going on. Yeah, he's meant to look like a weird person. Yeah, basically, especially mm-hmm. like after he gets his head blown off and it comes grows back and now it's slimy. It's like makes it look extra weird. I I think I also like the conceit of this movie, which is like. The reason that New York is full of so many weirdos is because that's where all the aliens stay. And because yeah. it's easier to hide in plain sight. Right. Yep. <laughs> I like that. It's like a running gag in this movie. It's like all the weird people in New York, yeah, it's because they're aliens. So. Mm. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Oh, totally an alien. <laughs> yeah. Isn't trying that hard. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other? I mean, there, there's just so many like little pieces to go through. I, um, yeah, this movie though, I think is like the I, I watching it again. It's like oh, the, I like the I think the pacing works pretty well. Um, it does. It only it doesn't. It has very minimal drag for me. Like I like I just movies are fun to watch all the way through. Yeah, it, it just keeps it just keeps a nice steady pace going. I mean. Uh, the transition probably from headquarters into like the first mission where they're going out and uh, checking out the, the baby. Uh, yeah, the baby. That's probably a little slow, but I mean, overall, the, there's not much to be critiqued here about. Something about this seem weird to you? What? <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like telling you, he, Kay's like really into the case. Like, something about this seem weird to you? And they just cut back to Jay, and he's like covered in slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of good moments in this. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> Oh, weird aside, 
But did anyone notice that the guy playing the really tall alien is the oh, same actor who's in but, Twin Peaks? Yes, and he's also in Star Trek. Yes. Oh, that's right. He accompanies What's-Her-Face's mother. Lo- uh, Loxwana Troy. Deanna yeah. Troy's mo- yeah, like, Deanna's n- mother. Nympho mother who wants to, like... That's... Who wants to like get with Picard? Get in yeah. Picard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's her, so, her, like, yeah. her giant manservant. Is... She is into into Picard. <laughs> and, and Riker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks like the men of power. What can she say? Yeah. She's but... also, um, that's uh, just a, a, an aside for that aside. She is the voice of the computer in Next Generation, and she was Gene, Gene Roddenberry's wife. Hmm. Of huh. course she was. <laughs> Interesting. I, that, that's a weird name. Like, like, Honey, I want you to be this total nympho on screen. Just all over Patrick Stewart. Give him the works. <laughs> Honey, I was planning on it anyway. <laughs> Anyways, back to Men in Black. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do you want to cover? What do you feel um, like covering? Well, do we want to talk about the different types of weird aliens we saw? <laughs> sure. So you got the weird little worm guys. Though I don't know why they're called worms, because they don't really look like worms so much. They're more like... Uh, Oh, he, he, yeah, like skinny, elongated. Uh, I like the, I like the like aliens that are working app- the computer, and he's like, "Is there a two aliens like and Bob?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that but, was pretty funny. It kind of reminded me from the keepers from uh, Mass Effect that are working the Citadel. Oh, <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't played it. Okay, well. yeah, they're just these kind of like weird lumbering things that their sole like purpose is just to maintain the space station. I like, and nobody knows what else they do. They're just there. <laughs> I, I like yeah. the um, I like the conceit of the Men in Black as this weird like alien DMV. Is what it feels like. They yeah. Oh yeah, when they, when, in the headquarters scene where they're kind of all the where they, where they're bringing Will Smith through the uh, the entire corridor, and then you actually have like the almost customs for all. <laughs> Did the you aliens. bring any yeah. fruits or vegetables? And guys just pulling a <laughs> bunch of weird stuff shit. out of his bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like. Uh, yeah, don't touch that guy. He's he's spent two year two hours in customs, <laughs> making one a little cranky. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, so you said this was ninety seven. I believe so. Let's see. Double check. That. I'm wondering when this came out in relation to the last yeah, uh, ninety seven original series Star Trek movie. That's another movie with like an alien ensemble in it. But I think that was earlier. Uh, I bet I bet that was earlier. I mean, you're talking about original series. Well, but then they made those movies well into the late '90s. Yeah, I, I bet that was early '90s for that uh, starter. Right. So I think this was like, I, yeah, I, I personally, I think the strength of this movie is that it's like it's a known genre, but they've they've put a, an actually creative twist on it. Yeah, and so it's like they're they're playing to all of the like buddy cop movie tropes. But it's just there's aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely the buddy cop tropes, but then there's also a kind of undercurrent. Of, I like uh, the car is the eight track. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. Great. Yeah. And he's then he starts singing along to the Elvis song, and like Will Smith forgot to put the seatbelt on, so he like falls onto the roof of the car when it turns upside down in the tunnel. And he's just staring at like Tommy Lee Jones's character, like, "What the heck is wrong with this dude? He's normally so stoic, but like right now he's singing like he's having a good time." Right. Which I'm just going like, there was a car going upside down in the tunnel. Like, why did they not have to neuralize everybody in the tunnel? They couldn't. It just became a headline later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Star Trek. Six, the undiscovered country, which we will do on this show. Uh, nineteen ninety one. Wait, oh, okay, I'm way off. Never mind. Wow. But anyways, I spe- tried. Speaking of praise of Men in Black, um, what I really like was some of the incorporation of like the historical, uh, the kind of <laughs> historical incidents of when we oh, it's like to- aliens were totally present. Right. Or there are conspiracy theories that are spun around, you know, the Roswell mm-hmm. incidents, or even those two towers in Seattle where you have like the the dishes that actually look like images, which you know, in the, in the conflict at the the final culminating uh, climax at the end. Oh no, that's in that's in New York. That's that, like that's New York, New sorry. York. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. That, uh, so it's I'm from the, the World's West. Fair. World's yes. Fair, right? So those World Fair World's Fair dishes that they actually end up being spaceships, and so uh, yeah, yeah, I like funny. that. Is the yeah, it's just one of the things like that thing that you think is a spaceship, spaceship, totally spaceship. <laughs> And yeah. it totally still works. Yeah, yeah, everything hiding in plain sight. Yeah, exactly. Everything you originally think it is, it is. Yes. Yeah, which I think is is a kind of brilliant way to approach it because, in some ways, a lot of what we think is um, uh, 
is so secret or so well hidden or so um, it, 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 it's so brilliantly designed to be out of sight and out of mind is designed to hide in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And so I exactly. kind of speak, I kind of, I, I think it speaks to a kind of deeper, um, <laughs> kind of almost political, uh, uh, political commentary on what happens in plain sight in front of us, whether it be politics, the theater of politics or otherwise. It's, it's like a, it's a fun take on the like conspiracy. Here's the, how the world actually works. It's level. It's like they have like a, the government's covering it up and like, Yes, no, but it's really just kind of mundane, and it's like yeah. you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's really it, yeah, and of course it's a very comedic portrayal in this one. But even so, you know, you really have to just you don't have to look further than what's happening nowadays. <laughs> nowadays, you really see just how how much of what we uh, uh, how much of what's going on oh, is just I, being hidden in plain sight. I definitely saw a good series of Twitter pictures, and it's like Steve Bannon going like sugar <laughs> in water, sugar. <laughs> Like oh, that, that that fits yeah. like depressingly well. Yeah, um, yeah. This this yeah. The, the movie is 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 fun. More fun for that, I think. What like the do they explain? No, I guess they do. What the what? the aliens that they are like are essentially, I guess, the kind of the good guys. They have they have the galaxy. Oh yeah, the um the the Orion's Belt. You mean? Yeah, I forget what they're doing on Earth. I mean, I think the the, guy's in exile. No, 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 no. He was like a prince, and because he was holding the galaxy and the cockroach people wanted it, so what they did is they sent him to Earth to hide. Oh, okay, that's So they couldn't find the galaxy. Yeah, and the the, the bugs found him. Yeah, Yeah, and they did find him. But yeah, like, the cat, super cute. (laughs) Oh, absolutely adorable. The dogs you thought were super cute. You were upset to find out that Will, Will Smith was actually shaking a dog. I know that's kind of wait. Oh, mean. that was a real pug. I yeah. assume so. Well, I'm assuming for the actual like shaking shots is probably a dummy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I would hope so because that's kind of mean. <laughs> but no, they 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 do have a, a pug or pugs that actually walk around and then they just went over it and did the mouth moving thing. So yeah, that was funny when he when they roll up and it's like, oh, man, what did he say about the dude? How uh, he said something about oh, this how guy's ugly. obviously an alien. Yeah, and, and then he was like, "Why don't you come over here and say that to my face?" And it's the pug, actually the pug, and he's like, "Holy crap!" I, I like that the, uh, the he's like Kason, like shaking the dog, and like Will Smith's people are walking by, and the dog goes, "My friend, money." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I uh, I enjoy the shopkeeper scenes with the guy. Uh, um, what was it in the secondhand shop? Nothing. Sorry, I'm searching for shaking dog. It was it real. What what are we doing? The pawnbroker, you mean? The pawnbroker, that's, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, that was Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely enjoyed the 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 the, the Tony Shalhoub scenes um, in that shop, and it was I don't know what it was about it, but it just seemed to me to play into every uh, good tro- into every fun trope around pawn shop owners, but at the same time, it's New know, York. Yeah, it's it's, it's a New York. It's a kind of like quintessential New York experience. Good with pawn shop. Slimy sh- pawn shop owner. Yeah, he, yeah, of course he's an alien. Yeah, but like, yeah. This, so this, <laughs> uh, what is what is the actress name that plays the doc the doctor? Uh, the actress? Yes. Uh, let's see. She would be Linda Florinto. Hmm. I don't think I've seen her in anything else afterwards. Uh, let's see. Let's take take a look at our IMDb. Uh, most recent things she is known for: Men in Black, The Last Seduction, Dogma. And after hours. Oh, oh yeah, she was the she was the main character in Dogma. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay, Bethany, Kevin Smith. Last back. thing that she's been was uh, once more with Feeling, two thousand nine as Linda. Interesting. So she's taking jobs whenever she, when when she wants. Yep. So she hasn't done too much if she's still around. Uh, don't have a death date, so she's just she's she's around. Just chilling. Just chilling. This is Doctor. This is Doctor White. Yeah, but I mean. Overall, though, Men in Black is a fun. It's a really fun, um, fun movie that kind of uh, holds its uh, holds its own even through the ages. Did, do you do you have any information on was this like a was this like um, did this movie like come out of nowhere or was this super hyped at the time? Well, I mean, we're talking about a Marvel property. 
That's is it? What, it is a Marvel property. Was it was it a Marvel property at the time? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if oh, they like okay. bought Because there was a comic book. I mean, it wasn't a Marvel comic book, and I think. And it was darker I, than the I, way that the movie is? It was like an offshoot, kind of like, you know how Vertigo is an offshoot? I think it was like oh, another, okay. something like oh, that. That's interesting. I didn't, even, I didn't know that. So you could see, you know, Will Smith rolling around and, you know, against Captain America or something. This is the gritty, like, the gritty, like... Uh, you know, there probably is a Men in Black Marvel, like, crossover. That would... Oh God. There was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle there, Batman crossover. There was something what? about, like, hold on. I, I might be crazy, but I remember reading something, like, it, it's one of those things where, like, these things have been greenlit in the year of our Lord, 2017. And it was a Men in Black, like, 21 Jump Street crossover wow that's kind of dumb i've I've never seen 21 jump street i hear it's okay if you like those two actors (laughs) but so we could be seeing that in the future Uh, no that's so dumb well would you it's pretty old now would you like some facts about uh hit me with the facts okay uh vincent d'onofrio researched his role as edgar by watching a lot of bug documentaries in order in order to achieve his character's distinctive walk he put on knee braces so he couldn't bend his legs and taped up his ankles wow he's actually i'm just gonna watch bugs so i can become a bug i'm gonna be a bug uh will smith didn't believe it was really steven spielberg on the other end of the line when the executive producer first called to talk to him about the movie (laughs) who is this bullshit (laughs) steven spielberg Uh, The known aliens visible on the screen include Al Roker, Isaac uh, Mizrahi, Danny DeVito, which is true. We know he's an alien. Oh, that's 100% true. Uh, Director Barry Sonfeld. uh, Sonfeld, yeah. Yeah, which which was the director of the movie. Right. Uh, Chloe Sonfeld, Barry's daughter, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Dion Warwick, Newt Gingrich, Anthony Robbins, George Lucas, and executive producer Steven Spielberg. <laughs> there you go. Steven Spielberg loves aliens. He That's sure true. Does. Yeah, you got ET in this movie. Uh, there was that other one, the the one with the kids. That's that's Kubrick. Yeah. Oh, that was Kubrick. Yeah, that yeah, was Kubrick. Uh, the site Bad Astronomy, famed for bashing science no, fiction wait, movies. No, wait, Steven Spielberg finished that one, though, didn't he? 2001? No, that wasn't Spielberg. That's, Kub- that's, like, that's Kubrick. That's Kubrick all the way. You're, no, you're thinking I mean, about AI. No. Oh, hey. oh AI is the oh, one. Oh, yes, yes. AI okay. is the one that Kubrick re- was doing, but Spielberg finished. Wait, that's and then the there's... movie I request we do not do, because it's terrible. No, we have to watch that. <laughs> Uh, so bad. So that we can stop at the moment that he's under the ocean, and that's the re- end of the movie. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see. Continuing on. The site Bad Astronomy, famed for bashing science fiction movies about its science blunders, praised the movie for being comedic yet surprisingly accurate when it came to astronomy facts. Okay. Wow, there's a website dedicated... That's well, pretty funny. Well, they're just like, this is Orion's belt. Orion's belt is stars. It's not a galaxy. Right. Jesus, yeah. they must have had a field day with Interstellar. No shit. Uh, they said that uh, they had a, uh, they they bashed the crap out of Armageddon. Well, it's mm-hmm. Armageddon. Yeah. Interstellar, you can't really, Interstellar is like theoretical Yeah, physics. it has a lot of theoretical so, like, no physics. one can say for sure. Certainly. So, Tommy Lee Jones only accepted the role of K after Steven Spielberg promised the script would improve. <laughs> Oh. Wow! He had been disappointed with the first draft, but which uh, felt that which he felt did not capture the tone of the comic. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, when K reveals there are fifteen hundred aliens on Earth, the most of them are in Manhattan, just trying to make a living. James asks, "Cab drivers." This is a reference to writer Doug Adams' a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, oh. ah. uh, particularly the fourth novel, So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, where archivist Ford Prefect's uh, entry in the guide hints that driving a cab is a good way to make a living for aliens visiting New York City. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cool. Uh, that was one of the weaker books in the series. Uh, I mean, anything after the first one was I think the, the first... 
the first two are a, a decent read. The third one is weird, but it's good. The, restaur- the restaurant at the end of the galaxy is pretty good. That's the second one, yes. Yeah. So I think the first two, definitely. The third book is like, I remember reading it as a kid, like, I don't get it. And I read it later, like, oh, I get it now. It's, it's a lot of cricket jokes. The only thing I recall, like, of the later books that I really liked was the, uh, was the somebody else's problem cloaking machine. <laughs> Where it's just like, oh, that's somebody else's problem. I'm not going to pay attention to it. I, I like the concept of bistro math. That's, oh that's god bistro math where nothing no math makes sense yes yeah, so it's like the, the spaceship is powered by like a moving replica of a italian bistro <laughs> uh, let's see uh yeah i think that's good i think we're good i think we're good men in black anything else last call this movie's great yeah, I mean the 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 attention, the detail, the 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 dialogue, the writing, the action. Yeah, it it feels like a movie, a, a lesser movie like this would get annoying on especially on repeat viewings. But like, I love this movie. This movie's great. Yeah, it, it just has a bit of a timeless quality to it. I mean, who doesn't like a good buddy cop action film that incorporates aliens, <laughs> decent writing, it's very cockroaches, snappy. a good snappy. Like a good kind of snappy feel to it with like a really the, tight with a really tight narrative. I it's, like the doorman also. He's just like he's, he's just there the entire uh, time. Yeah, I think they even they, like that is like one of the few good jokes from the second movie. It's like the Men in Black headquarters has been taken over by like the alien bad guy, and he's still just out there like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I mean, even still, like I just really like some of the um, some of the props in the film. It really it really, they really put a lot of effort to really creating that world mm-hmm. of like the men, in, especially the Men in Black headquarters. Yeah, it's like the the headquarters is all like white and white on the inside. They have the black suits and like all of their equipment is like polished chrome. Yeah. So they yeah they they have a nice like visual aesthetic to it. Yeah. The kids meal toys yeah, when not, that movie came out were awesome. Not so, to mention all of the weapons. Yes. <laughs> like some of the well, ridiculous designs, everything yeah, from the de- like the denuralizer could pop up. Like I had that. That was awesome. Yeah, I had yeah, that, that one too. Like, who didn't want a fucking denuralizer? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I had that, and then there was another one which was like it was just a stupid mood bring thingy, but it was like, and you popped it open. It was supposed to tell if you're an alien or not, but depending on what color it was. But it was the stupid mood ring right, idea, right. so that one was fun too. So yeah, Men in Black, Men in Black. Uh, let's see. Show. Yep, that uh, that'll take care of our Galaxy Defenders it's, for this week. It's uh, good. Rent it on Laserdisc and watch it. Galaxy All right. All right, and our next episode is going to be a fun one. We're actually going to be on location. Yes. Uh, we're going to be recording a, f- a few in tandems, but we do know one collection. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm super stoked. You're stoked. Yes. I, we'll see uh, We'll see our, which our, of our general crew will be able to make it. Our guests will be very stoked as well. Yes, it's going to be one of our, uh, one of our friends uh, from all the way in Boston. <laughs> Boston, Boston. Uh, we're going to be doing the adventures something, of Pete something, and Pete. Uh, chowder. Yeah, the adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh boy, which is uh, <laughs> which is something I, as growing up, I <laughs> wanted to watch but could never really understand it and never caught it like at the right times. And now I feel like I'm at the perfect time. Yes, to watch it. I watched yeah. it as a kid and I liked it, but I'm like. There's something I'm missing here. Like, I feel like this is a... It feels like there was a, a show before this that I missed that set this all up. Because it's got, like... It obeys a logic all of its own. But I like the idea of it's, like... It's a perfectly ordered and sensible universe. But, like, this is what kids think the universe works like. So, it's... Yeah, I'm... The, well, this is exciting. Yeah, so it's going to be a good one. That's going to be our, That's going to be next week's show. So, The Adventures of Pete and Pete... Uh, and then, uh, we've got, we'll probably have some special guest, uh, episodes where we're just going to have some people, uh, some additional special guest friends from the, uh, the Babs con that we're going to, uh, you know, where we're just going to find people and just say some stupid stuff. It's just a group of people who are gathered for no particular reason. Don't worry about it. Yep. I mean, there's, there's, um, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, but if you want to check it out, April 14th, the 16th. Yeah, Rommel was kind of. I mean, this is going to be released after that, so. I mean, it would it would be, but I mean, you know. Yeah, you can check it out on YouTube. It's about My Little Pony. Uh, I think, Josh. I think you're. I think you've been hearing a lot of things lately, and <laughs> it's really like a. Yeah. We need to stick to stick to the facts here. 
Keep this, is, on this is a fact-based podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. This is an alternative fact-based <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I had to sneak in one trope. Yes, you had to. I did. Uh, all right. Well, you can go ahead and find us across. We have the at Sat Friends Club Twitter yes. account that you can go to. Also, we have a Patreon for all of you wonder people, wonderful people who want to hear the horrible pre-show content that we create. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty awful. It's, um, and I, I, I'm it's alternatively I, offensive and boring. So I've been thinking about this a little bit. Okay. So... Whoever the fifth Patreon subscriber is. We have to get to the first one. Okay, I know. We have to get to the first one. But whoever the fifth one is, I will get you a special t-shirt. Oh, is it erotic? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) This t-shirt has the nipples cut out. (laughs) It's not very usable. Subscribers one through four get the chocolate dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a banana covered in chocolate. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint you. Otherwise known as a chocolate dick. Oh, boy. (laughs) Good eating. All right. uh, That will take care of us for this week. I am, hey, I'm Josh Fenix. Over there is Eric, who's going to have the official at Set Friends Club account. Yeah, I guess I'm going to be like PR manager. Sure, why not? I got Rommel's pants over there. And Rommel pants, I retweet kittens. Yep. uh, Got McBirdie. Speaking of cats, we're currently McBirdie Turdy. McBirdie Turdy. She also does YouTube Let's Plays. Yes. Egg McBirdie stuff. Whatever our channel is now. All right, that's going to take care of us for the Saturday Friends Club for this week. We will return next week for more clubbing. At the club. <laughs> At the club. Yeah. All right, yep. sleep well, everyone. Good Bye. night. Good night and good luck. I'm Sean Connery, and this is my favorite store in the Citadel. <laughs> I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast. On the network. The Wizard of Oz. Zardoz. Aw, you rogue. Good night.